Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Real Person, Real Needs podcast. My name is Jeff Desiato, and this is episode 26. I'm very excited to get to this point. We are a weekly podcast, so 26 uh, episodes is halfway through an entire year, and it's exciting to see how far we've come up to this point. We've had several guests on the podcast with more to come, Uh, and I also like to take a break every once in a while just to give you my own personal musings. Uh, The last two weeks have been just that. So I encourage you, if you have not listened to the last two episodes, stop this episode, save it, go back and listen to episodes 24 and 25. We talked about the mountains and valleys that come with being an entrepreneur, a business owner, someone who is really going out and venturing on their own for the first time, maybe the second time, or third, fourth. We also talked about how we can really struggle and people and we're afraid to let people into that struggle um but we in order to remain authentic which is what we preach on this podcast being authentic we cannot wear a mask and let people think that we're succeeding when we may not be and the, and you know i know that's hard to address a lot of times you don't know who to share that information with um because you don't want to just blab the fact that you're terrible at what you're doing. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But you need to have the ability to pull back the curtain a little bit and work on yourself as you're because when as you're going through this, as you're pursuing your dream and and trying to figure it out, a lot of times it's not taking the shape that we originally thought it would. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because how do we know where the end goal is? We can't really put that into too confined of a box. And if we do that, then we'll we'll end up just having another career glass ceiling, as it were, if we we limit ourselves to one thing. But that doesn't mean that we can't have a specific goal in mind. But what I wanted to talk about today, I, I hinted at it on the last episode, is the danger of having people around you that are not like-minded, that are not also striving to better themselves, to improve their performance, to improve their outlook, their perspective on life, to educate themselves so that they're not just living based on hearsay and media, uh, you know, media propaganda and, and social media outlets and things like that. And when you're surrounded by people like that that want to limit the way they think, uh, it's not a good place to be where they want to limit you. And that's definitely not a good place today to think. A good place to be, I'm sorry. But so what we're going to talk about today is the company you keep and the importance of surrounding yourselves with like-minded individuals. And I want to clarify and specify right from the get-go, I'm not talking about surrounding yourself with a bunch of yes men, yes women that just say, man, you're great, keep going, boy, pat on the back, you know, um, that, that attitude isn't going to get you anywhere. We need to surround ourselves with people who have similar goals, who have a similar outlook on life, and because they're authentic, because they're similar in that way, they're going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. Even if truth hurts, which it does. We'll talk about that on a future episode. John Wooden, I quoted him in the past on a podcast. He's a famous college basketball coach. 
He says, whatever you do in life, surround yourself with smart people who who will argue with you. <laughs> it's it's iron sharpening iron. I think we get so offended in this society that rather than surround ourselves with intelligent people who are going to point out the things that maybe we need to improve, the areas where we need to improve, we'll shut those people out and we'll surround ourselves with a bunch of empty-headed, uh, go-with-the-flow never swim against stream type of people which actually end up limiting our ability to grow because we get stagnant because we get we stall we never get up to the next level we plateau so i wanted to share a couple articles with you i don't typically do this on the podcast but i felt that these were so uh, apt to to describe exactly what i'm talking about there's an article on entrepreneur.com and uh, it popped up i have various uh, news feeds and things like that 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 gets sent to me, uh, which is a, a side note and a tip, a life hack, as they say. I would set up. I would encourage you to set up. Um, there are various websites where you can actually set up the ability to curate content for yourself. And if there's articles that you 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 specifically want to read about people's ideas and things like that, you can actually set it up so that um, either whether it's Google Newsstand on your phone. Uh, I know there's an if. For if yeah, <laughs> if tttt something like that is a website where you can set up your social media and such to to link together and to if you find an article about something that it'll actually send you an email. Uh, I'm really not explaining this very well, but that's okay. Just Google search how can I curate content for myself, and you'll be able to do that. Dig uh, is a is a social media platform that allows you to do that. Uh, Pinterest obviously is is a similar way, but that's you have to be a little bit more proactive in that regard. It doesn't the internet doesn't go and find the content and send it to you when it comes to Pinterest. But this article is called "The Four Types of People to Surround Yourself with for Success," and uh, it's written by a man named Gerard Adams. Give him full credit for this. I don't want to get in trouble or anything like that. It's on Entrepreneur.com. Uh, but he says, success doesn't occur in a vacuum. In reality, there are a number of factors that lead to the success of an entrepreneur. Hard work and drive are always necessary for entrepreneurial success, but your personal improvement leading up to your success can be greatly driven by other people. The people we choose to surround ourselves with impacts the way we think, act, and feel on a day-to-day basis. In many ways, entrepreneurial success is determined much like success in any other aspect of life. A young football player is going to succeed if he surrounds himself with people who push him to become better, not people who distract him from his potential. As entrepreneurs, we are responsible for ourselves. Surrounding yourself with the right type of people can help success come more naturally to you than being around those who might hold you back. Here are some people you should keep close throughout your pursuits. Relentless workers. You probably know somebody who is a relentless worker, or perhaps you are one yourself. These types of workers push to work harder each and every day. While measuring personal success against the success of another is like comparing apples and oranges, we can measure our drive with the drive of other relentless workers. True passion and commitment will breed a successful business. Think about it this way, and I'm diverting from the article here. When you go to the gym, one of the positive aspects of being at the gym is seeing that person that's going to motivate you that's going to be going another 10 minutes on the treadmill when you're by yourself when you're at home and you're doing your workouts on your own it's so much harder because you can 
make excuses for yourself. You can comfort yourself and say, you've done enough. But when you have someone there driving you, pushing you, they're not like, hey, that was great. They're relentless. They're pushing you to get better. The next category that you want to look for in people is a positive attitude. Now, I'm guilty personally of not having this. I am such a negative Nelly, as they say, or a Debbie Downer. You don't want that when you're trying to figure this out, when you're trying to pursue your dreams. You need to have a positive outlook. And the last two episodes, we've talked about how you can really get down on yourself when things aren't going the way that you'd like. But that's okay. And it's important that we surround ourselves with, with people who are positive and able to press us forward, push us forward. He, go, he continues and says, people tend to be better at what they're doing if they're happy. Negative attitudes can drag down work ethic, and they don't offer any inspiration for success or innovation. Surrounding yourself with negative people can bog down your creativity and drive, and it could ultimately be the downfall of your business. People with positive attitudes can actually have the opposite effect, facilitating your leap towards success more effectively. Bringing happiness inside the workplace will keep morale high and will keep people looking forward. Here's another one. People who ask questions. Albert Einstein once said, the important thing is to, stop, is, is to not stop questioning. As entrepreneurs, we should constantly be asking questions about ourselves and our business. However, no single person will think of every important question. People who ask questions may provide a different angle on an issue or an idea. And these questions could ultimately lead to an important breakthrough for you or your business. Perspective is everything. There's this, this trouble I have with the educational system. I've talked about it in the past. And what originally we were trained to learn was how to learn. And that's what school is supposed to be. It's supposed to teach you how to learn. The problem is it's become a teach you how to fall in line mentality. Don't question the authority. You know, don't question what we're teaching you. We are the teachers. You are the students. Don't do any work on your own outside of the curriculum. And it limits people's ability to think for themselves. And that's what the, the honchos in our society, the gurus, want. They want a bunch of mindless drones. You cannot surround yourself with mindless drones because they'll just, you'll ask them for their advice and they'll have nothing to add because they've never been put in a position where they need to think critically. They've just been told what to do in every situation. You want people who ask questions to be around you. Dreamers, this is a no-brainer, obviously. Some non-entrepreneurial types will consider all entrepreneurs dreamers. However, we understand that setting goals and working hard will help us achieve what many consider to be unachievable. To keep this drive going, we should always be surrounding ourselves with people who have similar goals in mind. These dreamers don't even need to be involved in the same industry as you or your business. The important thing is that you keep close people with big plans for yourselves, for themselves. Seeing other people's drive will help you hungry to reach your goal. Will keep you, sorry, will keep you hungry to reach your goals. You are the sum of who you spend your time with. Make sure that you are directly involved with people who lift you, inspire you, and motivate you to do and be more. As you grow and your business grows, this might mean changing friends and colleagues, and that's part of life. Just trust that hard work, positivity, and keeping your sights high are things you can't risk deviating from if you want the life you dream of. Now, obviously, oftentimes these articles and things, it's all about 
taking on the world and making millions and that kind of thing. And and I like to come at it from a different angle. But the what what he's saying in this article is so true. It's not about surrounding yourself with positive people so that you're just happy all the time and there's no there's no criticism, there's no, you know, constructive insight or anything that they can share. The <laughs> the problem with that, like he says, is like we want to grow. The whole point of this is so that we grow. But when we surround ourselves with people who are closed-minded, um, it doesn't get us anywhere. We we are limited by that. An example from my own life is as I started to move in a different direction, I started to think differently and question what I was learning uh, and what I was being told, really. I mean, you all know my story of when I lived in the cubicle world where I was told the only way you can succeed is to have a paper, piece of paper that says you went to college for four years or five or six or whatever and spent tens of thousands of dollars to have people tell you that you're now approved to do this or that. And you know, I've talked at, ad nauseum about how there are certain fields where you need that education. You're going to be a doctor. You got to go to medical school, medical school. And I understand that, but there are so many generic and vague jobs out there and this job descriptions that any person with a brain could do, but you need that piece of paper to make yourself stand out. And I don't really buy into that. I, I, I feel that you can actually probably become more smart, <laughs> smarter on your own by actually picking up a book and reading and applying and writing and thinking through things on your own rather than give them the answer that they're looking for so that you get the hundred on your test and you can move on to the next level. It doesn't necessarily work for everybody that way. But unfortunately, we have a, a system that is, it funds mediocrity. Uh, you know, the, the government's involved in it and, you know, we, we want to push people forward, but they're not actually learning anything. So that w- when they get out into the real world and they get smacked in the face with it, they're crippled. They don't know what to do. So back to what I was saying, the as I started to really question that, I, I was met with people just didn't understand. They looked at me cross-eyed like, what do you mean that you don't want to do that? <laughs> you, you know, I spoke up and said, I, I don't think it's, I think I've proven myself. I think I've shown that I understand the information I can process the work that my department does. In fact, I'm teaching others that work. Why do I need to go to a a degree, go get a degree to prove that I can do what I'm already doing? But that's what I was told, and I find it to be nonsense. Fast forward a little bit. When I got into real estate, I wanted to learn from the best. I wanted to look at the people who were succeeding and and take what they were teaching and, and understand it and apply it. But ultimately, I was looking at people who had been in the business for years and what they were telling me I needed to do was not what they were doing and not even what necessarily they did. Or if they did it, they weren't happy about it. They were so thankful that they were at a point in life where they were their referrals were what drove their business. They didn't have to go door knock and cold call and do all these things that you're told to do. But they were happy to teach me that that's what I needed to do. And it didn't make sense. It seemed incongruent to be like, do all this stuff so that you don't have to do it later. 
How is that a way to build your business? It just it seems like a business should be built on principles and core values that are consistent across the board. So when I started to question that and you know, I, I abandoned the generic stuff that I was doing. I stopped sending out the the postcards about how to winterize your home and all that stuff, and people were dumbfounded. I had people call me specifically and say, What are you doing? Why are you sending out information about your family? Why are you talking about how you you struggle with depression and things like that? <laughs> you know, why are you being this way? It's really detrimental to what you're trying to do as a professional. And I understood what they were com- where they were coming from because they had never done it. They had never experienced it and they had not they don't know what it was like to build a business in today's culture, right? I mean, many of the people who are critical of the millennials are people that don't understand the way they think. And I don't consider myself a millennial, but I do understand what it means to be authentic, to have a cause, which is really huge in this day and age. People didn't understand several times I was called on the carpet by people who thought I was being naive about how I was promoting myself and naive and and um, they thought I had honestly had like a nervous breakdown and I understand it because from an outsider's perspective who doesn't think the way I think they're going to have a conniption when they see what I'm doing when they see that I'm posting you know I'm I'm writing stories about how I hate moving, but I work in real estate. Why would you do that? Why would you tell people that moving is terrible? Well, it, t- to be honest, it is. It's tr- It's so true. Listen to the podcast. I think it's number four where I talk about it because we have to be transparent. We have to be honest in this day and age. Those, f- those phony, you know, fake professional things, they just get sniffed out immediately. So when I was going off on my own. I was literally going off on my own. Now, granted, I was getting kudos and things from people not in the business, not in the industry, the people that I'm actually trying to appeal to, the the clients, the, you know, the consumer, they were saying, this is great. I love that you're bearing your soul, that you're wearing your heart on your sleeve. You're motivating me to be more like this, to be authentic, to be real, to think about what I'm doing. So for me, it was an encouragement because it was like, okay, the people who are my competitors essentially don't like what I'm doing, but the people I'm trying to appeal to are loving it. I'm going to do what feels right to me and is paying off. But I'll tell you what, one of the reasons I got down on myself was because I was I didn't have a core group. I didn't have a community around me to, to push me to say, this is good or don't do this. Now, you could say that that's what these people were trying to do, but the problem was it was coming from a different paradigm. It was coming from a different perspective, from a different phase of life, different generation that didn't understand what it's like in today's world to be starting a business from scratch and the competition and the social media and all the stuff out there. And I started to really long for someone who understood, for someone who got it from the way I get it, you know? And I'm not saying I'm smarter than other people, 
because there are going to be times when I need to be smacked over the head. But it needs to be coming from someone who is in the same space, if that makes any sense. That is willing to think through things and not come with a critical, a needlessly non-constructive criticism. So one of the things that we we, we like to do and, and is dangerous is that we often will surround ourselves with people that think everything we do is great. And that's dangerous as much as having no one. I'd rather have no one around me than a bunch of yes men. If you if you talk to CEOs, they say like you should not have yes men. There are yes men everywhere. They just want to say yes sir, yes ma'am. This is this is great, and they think that's going to get them a promotion. And the sad thing is, is that they're right because I watched it happen. I lived that world. I really could not believe that there were people who were not good at their job, were not innovative, did not have an entrepreneurial spirit, were not trying to innovate at all, that would just take their instruction, do it in a mediocre way, but they said all the yes ma'ams and all the yes sirs and walked the company line, and they were rewarded for it. Meanwhile, I would ask questions. I would question why things were done a certain way that seemed to be less productive. I would question the, that's how we've always done it. I don't like that answer. So I started to become ostracized in in an environment where it was buy-in, buy-in, buy-in. You hear that all the time. We want to see buy-in. No, you want a bunch of mindless drones that are following you around. We don't want that. And I encourage you, you don't want to seek out those people because it's going to be so tempting to find people who just, we we confuse like-minded with agreeable. (laughs) And they're not the same thing. Like-minded means you think about things the same way. You're critically uh, in tune with each other, I guess. Some people would rather just avoid confrontation. And you can't have somebody like that. If you want to improve and get better, you can't have somebody around you that isn't going to confront you when you're making a terrible mistake. Again, I had that. People confronted me. And I, I did. It, it did make me take a step back and say, wait a minute, is he right? Is he wrong? But I had the evidence that what I was doing was working. So I had to assess all that information. I had to process all around me and say, I think this is, I think I'm doing what's true to me though. And I'd rather fail knowing that I did not do it according to the way somebody else that I thought I should do it then succeed and think that it was somebody else's plan. You know, it's only because I did it their way that I succeeded. If I had tried to do it my way, I would have never succeeded. The On the other end of the pendulum, or spectrum, I guess, not pendulum, uh, there are the doubting Thomases, where they're just the naysayers, those that are critical for the sake of being critical. The They are just contrarians. You know, there's, there's those people, too. And oftentimes it's from laziness. They don't want to have to think. They don't want to have to innovate. They're comfortable the way they are. Nah, we shouldn't do that. That seems ridiculous. No one's ever done it that way. So why try now? Don't be that guy. <laughs> I can. I can. It's more tempting to be that guy than to be a yes man for me. I can be like, well, because everybody else is doing it that way, I'm going to do it the exact opposite way without any rationale or intelligence whatsoever 
that's not the best <laughs> approach. Then there's Debbie Downers. You know these people. They're always looking for how things can go wrong. Oh, don't no, I don't oh, that's just not gonna work. It never works. Everything we do, uh it, it, you know, and there's an example in this one article on our entrepreneur Debbie Downer. The CEO's like, I think we should take that hill. We, Debbie Downer's like, Are you sure you want to take that hill? It seems hard. CEO, do you think we shouldn't take that hill? Debbie Downer, I'm not saying we shouldn't take the hill, but it seems like it could be really difficult. <laughs> you know, there's those types of people. If you want to have good relationships around you, and you say something like, "I want to take that hill." There's going to be three responses from good people, according to this article. I agree. Let's go take the hill. Two, I disagree. I think we should take a different hill or not end, or not take any hill. But at least it gives the specifics if you disagree. It's not just disagreeing for disagreement's sake. It's saying, no, there's, here's the reasons behind why we should do this or that. That's what you need from people. You need those critical thinkers. You need those people who ask questions. And then there's the third which says, I need more time to examine the situation. May I work on it for 24 hours and give you my recommendation then? All these answers are valuable to the CEO and demonstrate the proper role of an executive. And obviously, this is talking about executives and CEOs and all that stuff. I'm not to that point. This is from an article called Striking a Balance Between Yes Men and Doubting Thomas, written by Joel Trammell from Entrepreneur.com. A couple of quotes that are important to remember when you're looking for people to surround yourselves with, especially if you're starting as a business, you want to network with people. You don't want to network just for networking sake. What, what good is that? Why, why would you want to have a network of people who do things the exact opposite the way you do them and they think what you're doing is insane? That doesn't make sense. Something to remember. There's a... It says, be wary of the company you keep for they are a reflection of who you are or who you want to be. That's a, that's a, a pointed idea. Here's another one about surrounding yourself. I already read the one from John Wooden or Wooden, uh, Wooten, I don't know how you say his name. <laughs> and the idea of surrounding yourself with people that will disagree with you. <laughs> I mean, that's just huge. Whatever you do in life, surround yourself with smart people who, who will argue with you. That's it. That's a huge thing. It's important to remember. The Bible says bad company corrupts good morals. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that have no motivation, no ambition, do not want to improve, don't read a book. I'm amazed when I talk about the fact that I read and people look at me like, eh. I'm like, man, I don't want to hang out with you. You don't read? What are you going to do with your life? How are you going to think clearly about something? How are you going to be able to think through an issue without just buying some spewed argument that someone is feeding you on Facebook? Educate yourself. That's a, that's a huge thing for me. If the person refuses to try to educate themselves and to better themselves, then I don't really have the time to be with you. I don't have the time to be surrounding myself with people who refuse to improve, who are perfectly content with the status quo. Paxton Hood says, be as careful of the books you read as of the company you keep, for your habits and character will be as much influenced by the former as by the latter. 
That's an appropriate quote, considering I was just talking about people who read. It matters what you read, not just 50 shades of nonsense. There's plenty of people that read, and it's reading for, it's like cotton candy for entertainment. And there's, fu- there's fine things. I, have, I read nonfiction occasionally. I mix it in. But you need to be reading. I've talked about that. Go back and listen to the podcast, How to Jumpstart the Next Chapter of Your Life. I believe it's episode 13. Go back and listen to it. These truths have been what have helped me along my way. And now I'm looking for community. We talked about it. Real person, real needs. Authenticity plus generosity equals building a community. If you're authentic and you're transparent and you're wearing your heart on your sleeve, you're bearing your soul, you're going to attract like-minded people. If you're generous, if you're giving to the needs of others, if you're allowing that to be your prime motivation, then you're going to attract like-minded people. And the the result, the sum of those things is building a community of like-minded people around you. That's what I'm looking for. That's who I'm looking to reach. That's why I want this to be a movement. For all of you that are listening, I'd love to hear from you. Email me, please, Jeff at realpersonrealneeds.com. You will not go ignored. I promise you that. G-E-O-F-F at realpersonrealneeds.com. If you subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on Facebook.com slash Desiato Homes. Follow me on Twitter at Desiato Homes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm going to start upping my video, uh, the frequency of videos. But uh, hopefully this was this spoke to you. I'll just leave you with a quote uh, for a little levity. I know I get a little intense sometimes. But I'll leave the articles, I'll leave links to the articles on my website uh, in the podcast notes so that you can read it for yourselves. Um, But the quote that I always laugh is, um, it's hard to soar with the eagles when you're surrounded by turkeys. So keep that in mind. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out there and be authentic, be generous. Build a community around you. Find those like-minded individuals that want to help you improve get better, make a bigger impact. Thanks for listening and Godspeed. In the silence, I am